Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. start whenever okay howdy howdy okay howdy hello welcome to the pop blast <laughs> how are we doing all right all right we're getting one done on time on time again <laughs> <laughs> we're recording it on the monday it's not going out to the tuesday friday friday shut day friday so yeah there's some things that we're going to be watching listening and playing mm. we'll go through which would have all changed um, and the first thing, obviously, is Andor. Right. I've been watching Andor, and episode nine is just the best. It's just really amazing. Into it, aren't you? It's it's unlike of a. It takes place in the Star Wars universe, but what it hasn't got is people running around with magic powers and lasers. It's the it normal does. muggles got to deal with stuff. Yeah, that's what it is. And that was the great thing about Rogue One, why it's a brilliant standalone movie within Star Wars, is that it's just this back to basics. Is that the one with it, man, in it? Yeah. Oh, I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. I love it, love it, love it. I just wonder if he's going to turn up in, oh, in say, second series of of it, because they get, I think the second series, they're already talking about it. They go to Yavin 4 which is where the main rebel base is, isn't it? So hopefully he turns up there. That'd be quite nice. Oh, that would it? be lovely. I'll watch it then. Isn't it? Well, you should watch it anyway. I know. I don't have time. If I don't watch it with you, I don't have time. This latest episode just ends with the no more than 12, and it's going to be something that Star Wars fans are going to quote for a long time. There's, you're going to see T-shirts that just say oh, you said no yeah. more than 12. Yeah. Andy Circus in that episode is you know what people say he's tour de force of acting yeah. the everything about that episode so much happens from the beginning to the end to him yeah in his mind right. not not you know as 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 realization of of his containment mm. is is shown to him wow just he's brilliant i don't understand yeah, he should be in more. He's great. He's just really, really... We were discussing that the other day, weren't we? How he's yeah. so good in uh, Black Panther. He's, he's good in The Hobbit. Yeah. That, his oh, expressions yeah, yeah. and... I don't understand why he doesn't he doesn't get more recognition for, for what well, he I gets. I said that just to. as an actor, never mind the creature actor, just as an actor. Yeah. I, I think he's marvellous. Isn't he just? Um, I also watched... Uh, the Hunger Games films, as as we know, got up to Mockingjay Part Two, and it's not available on any of them. Mm-hmm. So Netflix has got all the all the films except for Mockingjay Part Two. You can buy that. Madness! How annoying is that? 
madness. We're not going to buy it. Why would you buy it? I'm not going to buy it. I was only watching it because it was it was there. I've definitely not watched them before, so I must have just read them. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. We together watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. <gasps> that is an absolutely amazing film that I've told my eldest she has to watch with me. It's brilliant. Isn't it just? We laughed from the beginning to the end. It's just performance, isn't it? Yeah. Pedro Pascal and Nicolas Cage doing Nicolas Cage doing an, an impression of himself, a bad impression of himself. Yeah. And the younger version of him talking to himself throughout. Yeah. Is as his ego. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It was um oh my gosh, I have been watching that again and again. And we saw what to face, didn't we? Um Michael Sheen's daughter Sheen, yeah. who is so looks just like a dad. Well, um, she's obviously a good character actor because at the beginning we were like, is that Nicolas Cage's daughter? Because she was... Her mannerisms and facial expressions were very similar, if you remember, and they looked, yeah, yeah, looked yeah. her up. And I was like, oh, it's Michael Sheen and Kate Beckinsale's daughter. And I didn't see it until, until you read she it. opened her mouth. And then I was like, oh, my days. Yeah. There's Michael Sheen. Close your mouth, you look like your mum. Open your mouth, you look just like your dad. Yeah. Mad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What, uh, have you been watching anything different? Uh, I have watched RuPaul. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Ru was ill, so I wasn't actually on the show this last week. Uh, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, yeah. okay. It's the new, new, new Adventures of Winnie the Pooh from when I was little. Got a little in, into that. Right, okay. So just needed a break from watching Bluey, as much as I love Bluey. Yeah, it, I, I got like that with the boy. There's certain things that he just... I yeah. think it was Paw Patrol was the biggest one. Yeah, and it he just did like Dougie. End. We watched. A l- I watched a lot of Hey Dougie with him. Yeah, Dougie, but I don't mind Dougie. Yeah, well, little one's not into Dougie, so we switched to Pooh Bear and the Serpent Queen. I hope it wasn't the last one last week because it ended where you're like, that can't be it. But I didn't see it pop up to remind me on Prime to watch it yesterday, and I forgot because I was watching Strictly. Well, they do these things, don't they? They they end it now on something like that and then you find out that the show's been cancelled. I know, I it's hope just not. The, it's just the worst, isn't it's it? It's the worst. It was like there's a show called Eastwick about the witches of Eastwick. Yeah. And tell you what, it was Rebecca Romaine and a couple of others who you'd know from different things, but it was really, really good. It was, you knew it was going to happen because you've seen the film um, and it never even got released on DVD. You can't even get it, can't get it anywhere. Yeah, like we the the stuff we had to do for Galavan. Yeah, it's uh, I can't get it anywhere, and I really enjoyed it. In fact, I might commission you to find it for me, please. Right. Okay. Well, the, it's uh, what to call. Well, I might have to get it from a Russian bootlegger again. Yeah, oh, uh, I hope stuff like that appears because a lot of Warner Brothers stuff is disappearing that way, aren't they? There's a, there's a lot that's been yeah. called and we'll never see the light yeah. of day again. But I liked it so much when my dad said, what do you want for your birthday? So I can have this on DVD and I'm going back about 12 years and it has, it still says pending, you know, for DVD on Amazon. Right. Never got made into a DVD and I really liked it. I know a guy in Russia. We'll see what we can do. I know a guy in Russia. <laughs> um, obviously we watched Strictly as well, didn't we? Yes. It's not fair. It's not fair that she's out, really. Are we allowed to say who? Yeah, because you either watch it or you don't, yeah, don't you? I really liked uh, Ellie's little Ellie's um, performance. I actually thought it was more energetic and fun than Molly's. Yeah, there's that, but it's 
it's the fact that it's become a popularity game yeah. and you've got we're in week seven and it's getting serious now and you've got someone like you know god love him tony adams god love him he's you know he's he's doing what he's doing he's great he's so funny he's he but should he be really bottom good. of the rung every single time. And the fact that really he's n- never been in a dance-off yet, yeah. and you've got Ellie in a dance-off at this point, shouldn't it shouldn't be happening. I mean, I've forgotten what her dance partner's called now, but I really didn't like him last year. I thought he was really arrogant. He we didn't like him till halfway through, I think. He come across as, uh, I'm young, I'm brilliant, and yeah. I know it, which they are. I'm not saying mm. that way. Obviously, they're all world champions. Um, and I believe he was for quite a while. Um, but I thought he was such an arrogant sausage. Um, I couldn't be taking with, doing with him. But when he was with Ellie, I don't know if it was her influence or he just mellowed a bit or, or what. He just he really cared about her. He was heartbroken for her. I think because it was him and we had that, that other guy, the world champion, yeah, that came in last year. We were watching them, and we were considering them both being arrogant. Yep. And it wasn't until t- towards the end of the series we were like, actually, they're both very good. Yeah, and of course they're arrogant well, because yeah. they're the best in the world, Absolutely. and people tell them that they're the best in the well, world because they win. They are the best. Yeah, exactly. You know. So I think, uh, yeah, we've definitely mellowed towards was, towards the pair he, of them. Yeah, he was. He was heartbroken for her. He was heartbroken for what they could have achieved and what they were doing. Yeah. And uh, that she just is unstoppable. She's one of them people, like my friend Little Emma, who was born with spina bifida and only has half a body. The one thing you can't say to that girl is, you can't do that. Mm. She learned how to work up and down stairs herself when she was two by falling and learning to catch herself because she walks on her hands. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie's one, Ellie reminds me, she's got the same energy do not say i can't do something yeah you know what a body she's got see the muscles in her back uh i didn't notice no i'm, right. I'm too busy swimmer, feet going. yeah yeah you do like watching the feet don't you i d- yeah i'm all about the feet and then just the directing of the show means that most of the time they're not looking at the feet which is a pain in the neck yeah. heel, uh, heel toe heel toe it's all here from you um what have we been listening to oh gosh um I was listening last night to Miley Cyrus and Stevie Nicks. The age okay. of seventeen is actually really good. I forgot I like Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. of course I love Stevie Nicks. Fair enough. I, I've just been listening to Rainwater podcasts. I just listened to Rainwater scattering on 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 tin roofs and that's what sends me to sleep, isn't it? I can't sleep without listening to some white noise and that's the thing that yeah. I'm into at the minute. It doesn't it doesn't bother me at all. I was talking to the eldest one, she said can't remember why it came up in conversation. She said, can you imagine listening to Rainwater when you go asleep? I said, why? She went, it make me need a wee. I said, uh, Dave listens to it to go asleep. And she said, doesn't it make you need a wee? I went, no, it doesn't, bo- doesn't bother me at all. No matter what, you could have whatever he wants on because my brain just, that's what's on. doesn't matter. And I was also regaling her with our chats of if you get dementia, how we would care for you. Ah, right, yes. With a system of pulleys and winces. Yeah. I'd be like the headmaster in on on the wall video yeah sliding across the, yeah. the room and and i was making a laugh with my stupidness when you said about something something i mean i'm knocking on doors at night yes and i said why is your nan knocking on doors at night and you went because she's got dementia and i was like ah well that makes sense that tickled her yeah she thinks it's great 
Yeah, she's she's it's, yeah she's in the home now, and she's um, uh, a mental. You know, she's just she's just different. She she doesn't remember a lot. You know, you go round to see her, and you remind her of things, and she, you know, you can see her, her face lighten up, and she's because she's not that far gone yet. Mm-hmm. She she still have a, a conversation with you and what have you, but she's doing things these things that she doesn't remember, like mm-hmm. getting up very early and knocking on everyone's door like a kid. Yeah, uh, the the neighbors bef- because we didn't know that she was up to that before while she was living on her own. Yeah. Um. You know, even though you know someone was visiting her almost every day, but we didn't know that she was doing that till one of the neighbours said, while they were moving her stuff out because she's going into the home. One of them said, "Yeah, yeah, she used to just get up and she'd be wandering around at three, four in the morning." It's like, well, why didn't anyone oh say gosh. anything? Goodness me! Yeah. Anyway, well, there you go. Uh, she's happy though. She is happy. She's she's uh, happy. She'll get a. And she's a thing from the king in eleven years. Was it? Yeah, eleven years she'll get a telegram from the king. Uh, so, so yeah, she's she's all right. She's being looked after. What have you been? Ah, uh, you haven't been playing. You haven't been watching, or I mean, reading, or what have you yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, we were busy last night, and uh, I'm just. It's, it's all right. It's not. It? It's not homework or anything. You either have or you haven't. If I wouldn't homework, about it. I'd do it. I was reading actually. I've been reading a lot about the government's plans for people on low incomes because benefits is my speciality. So I like to keep abreast, and it makes me want to bang my head against your fridge. Yeah, you've you've helped a lot of people in that charity, haven't you? Yeah. Um, making sure that everyone gets what they're entitled and to and the help now. they need while they need it. And people know they can ask. Yeah. So. So yeah, you're on top of of what they're up to, and of course, it's you know if we're in year twelve of a conservative government, unchallenged by Labour, who who you know under Keir Starmer they tend to just agree with everything. Now is not the time. Now is not the time. Now is not the time. Mm. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. It's Dickensian. It is. It's like Scrooge. Somebody there is saying, well, let's just starve them out. If they're going to die, let them do it and decrease the surplus population. That is what it feels like. Yeah, because having a war now wouldn't work the same way because you're talking about... Millions, millions dying. Attacking each other and just from a press of a button from a very long uh, distance away. You know, you do, it's very rare that you need ground troops, except for these. You know, for little squirmishes or specialists, or it's different. Yeah. So, yeah, it's they're just coming up with a different way, aren't they? Um, sorry, we went a bit political. Then. That's all right. uh, I've been playing Gunfire Reborn. Is that that cat thing? It's cat. It's a dog. There's a, a bird. There's, there's a there's a bird. There's a fox. It actually, it's a, like, a toy, like toy, I think. And there's a panda with a weird hairdo. Yeah, he's the barman. It looks like. Oh. It's um, it's decent. I I've enjoyed it. It's only three dungeons, which can which have slightly random configurations each time you do it, and you just keep playing through. You keep getting better and better. You you go to harder levels. You get harder bosses, better equipment, and so on and so forth. But it's really quite addictive. I'm up to level 45, and I haven't done a complete run-through yet. Right. I have not finished. I got to the final boss, didn't I? Yes. And I didn't know what to do. No. So I was just getting 
pounded with cannon fire and all I had to do was pick up a ball and stick it in a cannon. And if I'd done that earlier, I would have beat it. Right. I was this close. You were that close. I was that close. Very close, folks. Oh, never mind. Right. Well, I support you in that and I wish you luck. Well, that's very kind. I'm very supportive. That's uh, watching, listening and playing and we'll get on to the uh, main course now, which is Randall and Hopkirk Deceased. Yes. Um, which we already watched, so we're not going to pretend that we're going away and are watching it and what have you. Before you watched it, was there any fit? What did? What was your memory of it? Did you? Um, again, it's one of those things I watched with my dad. Yeah. Telly was a really big part of my childhood. He was a bodybuilder, and when he wasn't bodybuilding and running around chasing tons of kids, he was. Um, we watched a lot of telly, and that was one of the things we watched, sort of like a Sunday ritual thing. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, Hopkirk, I liked him. He was so sweet. I remember thinking, uh, feeling a bit sorry for him. Um, And it was wrong in my, my memory, but you know when he disappeared to walk through the wall? Yeah. I remember him disappearing, and it seemed to me like he come nearer to the screen. I don't know. Well, there's more. There's more. Um, there's more episodes. Twenty six well, episodes. Know, the, the, yeah. The 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 way though. The, the, what's the word I want? The special effects. Yeah. It um, obviously at the time it didn't look as dated. It reminded me a bit of Scrooge the musical when Sir Alec Guinness floats in. Yeah, it's funny because it, I can watch all these now and the the dodgy special effects and what have you, and I'm happy watching them because I remember watching them and going well. Yeah, this this is the way special effects are. Oh, I didn't... So it's only things that are new that I tend to go, oh, look at the state of that CGI mess. Like Merlin's dragon? Yeah. My eldest and I were talking about the dragons from... I think me and you may have talked about it also, actually. Um, the Newgate House of Drag- the Dragon. Yeah. And I watched a bit of Merlin the other night when I couldn't sleep. Awful. Oh, even John Hurt couldn't save it. Yeah. I was like... But that, that was good, that, though, in uh, Randall and Hopkins' disease. It didn't make me go, oh, it just... Hopkirk. Hopkirk. You keep calling him Hopkins. I do. I t- it sounds like a butler's name, isn't it? Hopkins. Yeah. Um, but, no, I liked it. In fact, you know the fellow that was asleep, the first room that you went in? Yes. I'm pretty sure that's the actor that plays the butler in Downton Abbey. Right. Whose name's gone out of my head, but he's, a ma- he's married to Imelda Hopkirk, I think her name is. You know the one that plays Umbridge? Yeah. Well, no. But... The thing is that this is, we're on to ITC stuff again, which means that we are going to see the same actors yeah. over and over again. It's going to be the same writers, the same directors, the, the same everything. They just sort of mixed and matched and all. Well, I'm quite sure it was him. Yeah. Um, There's only ever one series of 26 episodes. Really? Yeah, it starts, uh, it began its run the 19th of September in 1969 and by March 1970 that was it it was it was gone um Goodness. context the number one song at the time was um Credence Clear Water Revival with Bad Moon Rising oh no we talked about that the other day yeah we were weren't we? uh the album was Blind Faith by Blind Faith the probably the best song from that was Can't find my way home the only reason why i think everyone had that album is because there was a nude girl on the front in a field holding an airplane it was a nude girl on uh, randall's calendar yes there was uh the film of the year was butch Cassidy and the sundance kid that film. Uh, the pm was harold wilson so labor were in oh my mum knew him she did some campaigning for him when she was little 
Right, okay. Well, he, I mean, like five? Yeah, well, he did... Um, well, yeah, Labour had got back in again yeah. after, you know. He had all the kids. Is that right? I didn't mean to interrupt you. He had all the kids going from a street. Yeah, they do it now. Pamphlets and stuff. Yeah, they do it now. Like but, or they try to now. Uh, Labour, unfortunately, have got rid of their activist arm. The Labour left are the activists. That makes my eyes go funny. And the only people that are left in Labour now are the people that talk. Actually secretly conservatives. Over no, they, Well, yeah, they're, they're the ones that talk over dinner dinner parties and talk how they want change but actually they don't, they don't need anything to change for themselves Merlin, if you listen to this podcast where is the sword could one of my children please and i all three of them please find that sword because we need to make some changes and i need to be the region and make some changes yeah if you're listening Merlin. let me know all right um did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Mike Pratt, who played Jeff Randall there, mm-hmm. he was a musician in the 50s. That's why there's a guitar there then. Yeah, he was. A, he played guitar, piano through a, a few skiffle bands and what have you. He also did some, some acting, obviously, leading up to this. He won an Ivan Novello Award. Actually, he won two of those. What are they? Uh, music Industry Awards. Oh, right. So the first one was for a handful of songs, which you won't remember, but it was a TV show as well. Okay. And the other one was Little Wap Bowl. Is that him? It's him that wrote it. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't remember. Um, He turns up in loads. Again, this is what they do. So he turns up in The Saint, The Baron, Man in a Suitcase, Champions, UFO, Jason King. What the heck? Oh, I I think I remember him being in The Saint, you know, when he said it. Yeah. I think I remember that. He's got that craggy face that, um, yeah, he's very distinctive looking. It's funny, he was a heartthrob. You know, when you look at him, he's got those oh, you could tell messy owl ha- eyes and what have you. You could tell he was when he was uh, shirtless in the bed. Yeah. That was done on purpose. Isn't it just? You know, one for the ladies. Eat your heart out, Chris Hemsworth. He's, um, he died in 76. Right. So only six years later of lung cancer. He was um, a heavy smoker, though. They all were. Yeah, everyone just... Like I was saying, you know, the bad, the bad guy, the husband, I bet he's about your age, if not younger. Yeah, and um, he looks like he looks he's like in his sixties. Yeah, definitely. Mad, isn't he? Kenneth Cope, you'll know, who played Marty. Oh yeah, what well, do I know? He's from he's from Liverpool. Oh, he's yeah. um, he had lots of small parts in films. Um, he played Jed Stone in Coronation Street from nineteen sixty one to sixty six, and then he played him again in two thousand eight. So I he, wasn't watching it then. Right. Um, watching it in 2001. It was in some comedy, so th- that that was the week that was and stuff like that. But he was in Carry On At Your Convenience and probably most memorably, Carry On Matron. He's the one yes. that was forced by his dad to get dressed up as a nurse. Yeah, I know. Thank you. There's yeah. a very Carry On vibe about that whole show, actually. There is, isn't there? The way it's quite fun. Yeah, with like the directing. It's like the bit where he puts his slippers on yeah. and now it goes from the bed to the floor. Just reminded me of Carry On and the way he moved when he was sleepwalking reminded me of um, Carry On Screaming. Screaming, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else he appearing? He was in 
Cat Weasel, Minder, Doctor Who, Casualty, Juliet Bravo, Touch Frost. He was in Brookside for three years before it shut down again. Um, what else did he do? He, no, now he lives in Southport. He's 91. Yeah. He still writes for the local paper. He's got a column in there every week. Oh, So he's nice. still knocking about doing the things that he's doing. That's really it? good. Um, we go on about the others, but what we'll do is instead, we will, um, we'll talk about the episode. Okay. Okay, so it was written by Dennis Spooner, well, created by Dennis Spooner and Monty Berman. If you want to know about them, we can do. But again, the names that you're going to just see Monty a lot. Berman. Yeah, he's, he's a big, he was a big producer. He produced a lot of the stuff that we're going to be watching. Dennis Spooner, you'll see his name a lot through, you know, Doctor Who and all kinds. Yeah. He has been writing and script editing forever. And you just, I jokingly refer to him as the man who, who likes giant rats because he, he does, he likes to throw a giant rat episode. He's the one that did Talons of Wang Chiang right. and stuff like that. So, and the, is it, the new Avengers, or the Avengers, I think it was the new Avengers, there's one called Nors, as in G-N-A-W-S. Gnaws. Yeah, so, yeah, he's, he's, he was one for giant rats. Right. Um, but yeah, he's the one that's that's written the script for this, because that's, you know, Dennis Spoon is the one that does it. Right. What did we think? I really liked it. I really, really liked it. Um, I thought it was very, very good. I uh, instantly... Like the wife. Yes. Instantly. Jenny. Uh, G- I've just wrote Jeannie. madam. Oh, no, the wife. Oh, yeah. the one with the heart condition. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I liked her. Did not like her husband. I thought Randall was very smooth. She's just there in bed in a nightgown. She's very smoothly telling her husband. I'm sorry I have to receive you this way. I have. Uh, it's not what you think. I have a heart condition. Um, I thought the acting was brilliant. The hitchhiker was ugh, horrible. He's gonna show up so many times. Oh, he's style he, henchman. He uh he reminded me of my friend's ex husband. Right, okay. And I was like, Ugh. Greasy customer. Ugh, horrible. Um what else did I like? The husband was a horror. He put, obviously played it really well because I was like, someone punch him. It was it's brilliant. It's like anything else with these shows, everything's overstated. So yeah. when he's talking to him and revealing stuff and his eyes are yeah. going like Oh yeah, like Billy tens to the dozen. <laughs> <laughs> Most of these things they open up on that townhouse and everything in this series and every other series that we're gonna watch now, it's just it's not about it's not about people living in Manchester. It's yeah. about people in townhouses in, in Lo- London. Georgian townhouses in London. Exactly. That their families have owned there is, we're not going to be watching years. any riffraff. And then by the time we get to the Persuaders, it's <laughs> you know it's gone up another level again because they're millionaire playboys. Yes, yes. Um, I like I like this very British. It is very British, isn't it? It's British. It's almost fairy tale British because everyone's so fashionable. Not everybody. Was that fashionable then? It's just like everyone now, you know, you see, you see what fashionable is, and I'm and I'm quite removed from that in my everyday wear. But it's what is going to be remembered, yeah, for the you know the decade, if you like. Yeah. I mean, I, I said to you, the both of them, Jeannie and Madam, yeah, um, reminded me of pictures of my aunties who were. My mum's in her sixties, and they were f- the next one up was about ten or eleven years older than her. So, 
they used my one of my aunties used to make dresses and wigs, buy a flat wig and turn it into a Dusty Springfield, and then and they go out like that, and and it was like, wow, that's what my aunties look like: the blonde hair and the eyeliner and the dresses. Yeah. So, you know, that was the Manchester version, but they looked fabulous. So people, the girls, I think, more than the boys, follow the fashion. Follow, yeah, had a look. There was that look and it. it was really nice to see it was nostalgic it was nostalgic seeing the amount of like say the amount of people smoking it's oh, gosh, just yeah. mad that you'd just be walking into people's houses and lighting up and he was you know throwing ciggy ends away yeah you know that's 60 quid fine that yeah. and he just just that, was, that's what you do when you get rid of them yeah, he was talking to the uh singer and he just passed her a cigarette and, she, and then lit it didn't yeah, yeah. she wanted one because everybody smoked back then yeah yeah. I remember in Coronation Street when they stopped smoking in do- in the show because Deirdre had always smoked and it was weird. It was like, why is no one smoking in their house? Yeah. Does people smoke? It was. It was quite a. Tr- it's quite a change. I remember because back when I was a, a kid, back in my twenties, I lived in a in a fair few bed sits, moving around, yeah. like you know, following the jobs, and the amount of times that you just repainting the skirting yeah. from yellow to white. Yeah. It's, or using that, was it called soap? Oh, it's just like soda soap or something like that you can get for, for prepping walls and just using that all over the place to just try and get rid of it. But every, yeah, everybody did smoke. Yeah, everybody smoked. And it's like that, we visited Wales and it's like that now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was like, it's it's got to be 50% of the population smoke. Yeah. Easy. It's mad, isn't it? Um, it is, yeah. It is now. You never thought it would have been. I remember when they were bringing the smoke ban in, and I was like, not going to happen. People are not going to stand outside to smoke. No way. And they do. Yeah. Yeah, it Yeah, it was odd. I was at the... I was at the... What's called the Phoenix at the time. The Phoenix Social Club. I was the bar steward. 16 years ago it was. Yeah, and I was just... Uh, yeah, it, people did actually just... People yeah. did do it. Yeah, and I was very surprised, especially them, the old boys. Yeah, you just I just just didn't think it was going to happen, but it did. Anyway, we digress. Yes, um, nice to see the uh, telephone exchanges there for the apartments. Yes, how mad is that? Yes, I like the old phone, you know, with the dial, the circle dial. That was that was cool. And of course, him just um, what's his face? What's his face? Just just um giving us the number as if we need to know the the number yeah. the uh the viewer in case we ever need to get someone assassinated yeah. we know what the number is and what the call sign is and the yeah. codes yeah. and we can get someone assassinated for uh i don't know how much it was he said that we need the money up front and he had about 30 quid in fivers on him that yeah. seemed to be the but going rate then a hotel for two pound a night yeah yeah, because there's that carry-on camping where they everything that he wants, pound. That's, oh, well, he's going to be pound. Everything was a pound. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Mad how devalued the pound is now. Ridiculous now. Isn't Let's it? not start that again. What can you get for a pound? Probably a chump. <laughs> how much are they nowadays? I don't know. <laughs> have to 10, go and look. Not 10p, I bet. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I like the politeness as well. Everybody was very polite. The phone operator coming up to check Mr. Randall was all right. It's definitely a different time, isn't it? I liked it. I'm polite. Yeah. 
there was at the very beginning when they when the assassins set up the set up the the very bang on electric yeah system in order to kill her and then recoil it through the hole and all things like that and no one it notices that this hole is there, not the police and all that carry on. Or or the fact that an autopsy would probably reveal the fact that she was electrocuted, none of that. It was very, um, it's very 60s, 70s in the way that it's directed and the way how bang on it is. Yeah. It's just like, that is the thing that's killing her. Here is the line and where it is going and how it is going to exit out the, the building. It's very, very different directing. Mm-hmm. Whenever we watch these shows now, it's gonna be zooming in on things. Yep. No subtle, no subtlety. Yeah. I think that's the thing that's different with the prisoner. The prisoner is a little more subtle, and that's the thing that set it apart from other shows. Right. Because it wasn't bang on. I like the zooming in. It was like I wrote that down. This is what you need to look at. Here it is. Yeah. I like that. Don't don't mess about. Just tell me what you want me to see. And it. Much simpler. I like that very much. And I, uh, I don't, rem- didn't remember that Ho- Hopkins, Hopkirk, not Hopkins, uh, wasn't already dead. I mustn't have remembered the first episode because I just remember him. Being well, it's only ever going to be in the first episode, well, isn't it? So dead. one episode out of twenty-six is is the one where he's alive for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, if you don't remember the first one, I wouldn't worry about it too much. <laughs> um, Mr. Sorensen's peripheral vision was terrible. I put that actually spatial awareness. He has none because he walks right past Randall, who is, and then who then continues to walk about two feet behind him. Can't yeah. hear him, can't see him, can't smell the cigarettes, can't smell the aftershave he would have been wearing because he's the type of guy that's going to wear old. Spice. Probably some, uh, yeah, old spice, some high karate on the go. Yeah, um, and them two idiots with the short range, yeah, walkie talkies or whatever it was, radio. Yeah, I just that made me laugh. They got shooters. Yeah, it's just like, hang on a minute. You're trying to be, in, you know, discreet and whatnot, and there you just sat there. And you happened to be in view of him. Yeah, I know. Rubbish. The streets of London being uh, empty as well. There's a lot of that. It's just like yeah. imagine. I don't. don't think the difference good. between the two. The the roads are massive. There's only four or five yeah. cars parked on each on each one. Taxi it's, comes when you ring it. And it's so different. It's yeah. it's great. Right. What did we think of the acting overall? Um, I really liked it. I, 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 I really did like it. The hitchhiker creeped me out. Like I said, um, Sorensen was terrible. I was a horrible person. We he was a we horror. hated him. And I watched poke him in his blue eyes. His poor wife was very frail, and so we were automatically on her side. She's in the bath, and I'm thinking, oh, they're gonna kill you. Get out of the bath. Get yeah. Out of the bath. Yeah. It's everyone. It's. I mean, it's. Oh, everything's overstated with the acting. We know who the bad guys are. We know who the good guys are, yep. and it's it's very easy for us, isn't it? Yep. What about the music? I like the music. Um, uh, it's sort of spy like. Yeah, it's sort of like. It's well, it's that with a ghost friend. That creepy. Is it a Celeste? Is it the 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 what's it called? The musical instrument. Oh, I don't. It's like a piano, but it's like 17th century, isn't it? And oh, it's right. that kind of... It, it lends itself to the supernatural. Yeah. And, yeah, I think it was Edwin Astley. So Edwin Astley, again, he's one of these people that are just going to keep showing up in all of mm-hmm. when, whenever we're, we're talking about music and what have you. Um, oh, speaking of music, 
what's his face's son, um, Mike Pratt's son, who put yeah. Jeff, he is now the bassist for Pink Floyd. Is he? He has been since 1987. No way. He took over. He is from, now. <laughs> yeah, he took over from David Gill, uh, from uh, Roger Waters. Of course, <laughs> Roger Waters disbanded the band and said there is no Pink Floyd until they said, "Well, actually, there is. We're we're carrying on." And there was a big court case, right? And he's fumed ever since, right? Well, that's not new, is it? It was like thirty yeah. something years ago. Yeah, but it's but they've got yeah the fact that he's he's their bassist. He he can he continues to be their bassist. He works with Nick Mason and David Gilmore still on their solo projects as well. Right. How amazing is that? Amazing. So music was very much in the blood. The plot. So the the plot. So the plot was quite basic, wasn't it? Yeah. I like the bit where he says, uh, "Oh, I haven't reported yet." Like, you know, he hasn't been to heaven yet because once you go, you can't come back. I like that. It made me laugh. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that. That that's what was good about this was having getting the tone right and saying this is a comedy, mm-hmm. a comedy drama, yeah. a comedy crime caper, and it would be how could it be serious? You couldn't take it serious. It it'd have to be. Do you know what I mean? It'd have to comedic value to it yeah no it's just, I, mean, I wrote instantly engaged and i loved the confusion of it all yeah yeah it was um good he learned to poltergeist quite quickly didn't he yeah he went from naught to poltergeist yeah i love that the cars we had to we had a couple of cars in there i think it was a, a vo- he had a Vauxhall. marty said there was a black saloon so i wrote that down yeah and i saw a mini and you saw the mini Yes. Marty's Mini. Yes. I like the Mini. I f- Gen- uh, Genie has that now. Right. Of course. Genie. Um, and I'm not going to go over my my talking about cars again. How about the, and so the di- I was going to talk about directing as well, but you know we've talked about it. It's Just very carry on of the time, uh, and I understood what it, what was about to happen. I like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so because it was so simple and everything was so obvious and we know as the audience what's going on all the time it's easier for us to just to instead of guessing what's happening and trying to work out what's happening we're instead enjoying the performances Mm -hmm. and that's what this is it's about the performances isn't it yes very much so yeah so i mean what would you give it? I'd give it 120. I properly enjoyed it. You just give it the 120%? Yeah. yeah, it was really good. The bad guy's bad. I knew what was happening. I'm a bit thick, so sometimes, you know, you've got to say, this is what's happening. And I like that. Okay, fair enough. I reserve 120% for things like um, the, the prisoner because that's. It's your fave. No, I know. I really enjoyed it. But I definitely give it, I give it 100% yeah, for, no, for I, reals. It was great. It was really good to watch. And I didn't remember that episode, but I remembered the feeling. Of watching it when I was little. Yeah. I'm all about nostalgia, as you know. Yes. There's going to be a well. There's going to be yeah. Like I say, there's going to be a lot of that coming. If only I could spell it. Yeah. I, <laughs> nostalgia. I, I. There's no way I could. Dyslexia kicks in. Just gives me a gives me a boot from behind whenever I try and write stuff like that. Yeah. I'm just a bit dumb. Uh, that's. Uh, I am. You know, I can't spell. Yeah. Well. I'm glad your name's dead easy. Although you did now see my calligraphy. I've seen you collig. I've colligged. You've colligged for me. It's very kind of you. Mm-hmm. I, I expect more. Any kind of note or anything left to me. Whether it's um, 
Christmas, birthdays. We don't do uh, cards on Christmas and anniversary and that, do we? Uh, yeah, we yeah. You've just got a birthday card from me. No birthdays, we do. We don't do Christmas and anniversary. You got a birthday card from a uh, Christmas card from me. You just don't em- open them. I, I, g- I give you things, right, and the the remain in their envelope till three weeks later in your car. And I'm like, you're going to I did that once with that. Littleton's birthday card. Well, it's enough for me to remember. Once. And for me to be passive-aggressive about it, isn't, isn't it? it? Do you want to yeah. calm yourself down there? Thinking, neck. I'm going to have a coffee. I'm going to make sure it shakes my hand as I'm drinking it. Yeah, angrily drink it. Yeah, I have decaf now, don't I? <laughs> don't upset me ticker. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, no, I, 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 it's to get these meds. I have to have a, a, a what's it called, lower blood blood pressure. And yet you're going out with me. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. I hope you enjoyed Andor. Uh, we'll talk about that next week, I'm sure. We're always going to be a week behind with that kind of business now, making sure that we've we've got these episodes on the go. Right. We will watch something else next week. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to say what. All because right. Because... A lot of what we watch is going to be on BritBox, which is brilliant. But there's a lot that isn't available. So Jason King, The Baron, Department S, The, uh, the Adventurer, the, the Spider's Web. None of them are on right. BritBox. We may have to get in touch with your Russian. So I'm going to have to get in touch with my Russian and get some ITC bootlegs. And Eastwick. Yeah, and Eastwick. Right, we'll uh, see you next week then, isn't it? All right then, ta-ta. Ta-ta for now, bye. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.